0: Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, tonight, if you would go ahead and turn to John chapter 4, verse 32. We're going to talk about being doers of the word. You know, I can look over my last, 20, how long have we been in this, honey? 25 years, 20? I don't know. And, and I've heard a lot of word, right? right. We, we've all, you know. But here's the question, and I asked myself this How much of the word that I've been hearing over all these, how much of that word have I actually put into practice? Am I doing the word? See, it's, it's only what you believe. What you believe is what you do. If you really believe, then you will do. Being a doer, practicing, just like a basketball team. We just watched March Madness. Well, those teams practice and they practice and they practice. Why? To get better. We practice the word and we, pra- and we make mistakes, but we just keep practicing. We keep practicing. We keep practicing till we perfect it. Then God gives us more revelation. Then we practice and we practice till we get that down. Then we, we just keep practicing. We are doers of the word. And Jesus was also a doer of the word. He is our supreme example, He is the Son. He is the perfect example for us to follow. He is the elder brother. And we'll pick this up. John chapter 4, verse 31. And just, but we're kind of jumping into this. Jesus has just ministered to the woman at the well. In verse 31, His disciples are urging Him, Rabbi, eat. And listen to what Jesus had to say. But He said to them, I have food to eat. Which you do you do not know. Verse thirty-three. Therefore the the disciples said to him, or disciples said to one another, Well, who has brought him any food to eat? So they're wondering, okay, who 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 who's been who who stopped the Chick-fil-A? Didn't someone stop the Chick-fil-A? He's he said he it says here in verse thirty-four. Jesus said to them, my food is to do. Everybody say to do. Do. The will. Of course, we know the will. We could say the word. My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. Now, isn't that interesting? He said, my food... Just like your natural body needs food, for what reason? Nourishment. Strength. Your spiritual body, your spiritual man also needs food. Have you ever gone to a good restaurant, and I'm thinking of, um, not McDonald's, I'm thinking of Longhorn, Texas Longhorn, and they have pretty good steaks, that, that ribeye is pretty good, that, that, what did we get last time, that five ounce, that's 12 ounce, 12 ounce ribeye, it's pretty good, it's pretty, you know, you go there and you get that, that ribeye, it's pretty, it's consistently good. Every time I have that ribeye, every time I, have, I, I come out, I, I look to Joanne and I say, man, that was good. That was good. So that natural food did something. First of all, nutrients. Giving my body nutrients is giving my body strength. we have a spiritual man he needs nutrients he needs food and jesus said my food is to do his will his word it's the same for us it's it's food now now he goes on to say my food is to do his will which has given him strength, inner man strength, nourishment to do what? To finish. Come on, it takes strength, doesn't it? Just like physical strength. You're running a race or you're doing you're 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 doing work outside, you need strength. Well that's where food comes into play. You you have strength for that day because you've been feeding on a regular basis for your natural body to do the work, on the job, whatever it may may be. Well, spiritually, we have a job to do. And Jesus said, my food is to do His will, which gives me the nourishment, nourishment and it says here, to finish His work. You see that? So not only is Jesus infilled with the Holy Spirit... But he's saying, I got some food here. I got spiritual food. You guys don't understand, it. but I have some food. Saints, listen, in these last days, you're, you're, there, is no, there is no slack in this. There, there is really no slack time right, right. in our time, in the Word, in our time, in prayer. We need food. We need nourishment for our inner man, for our soul, both places. I mean, they overlap, but I'm just say inner man. The enemy's coming down strong. I mean, there's all kinds of. I mean, even now, I today, you know, you only hear so much of this stuff that's going on. You just got it's it's nuts. What they're trying to pull, what they're trying, what the enemy's trying to do. I mean, you got to keep your focus. we got to keep it on the Word. we got to have this, a steady diet of God's Word coming in and then applying that Word, practicing that Word. That's why Jesus... You know, it's not, all about, it's not Jesus, I'm just hearing. He's here doing. And we're saying it right here. The doing part, it says my food. So the more we do the more we expect, expect to be stronger. It's like the weight room. You lift weights. You build muscles. Spiritual. and Spiritually, we're in a spiritual gym. We're, we're, we're reading the Word. We're doing the Word. Doing what? Building faith muscles. Instru- and, 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 and incorporating more strength to us. To the inner man. It's not just about well, you know, I heard that, or, you know, I heard that message. or But the thing is, are you doing it? Jesus says, "Says sir, my food is to do His will, who sent me, and to finish His work. Hallelujah. You know, it's an easy thing. Look, you hear a message... And, and, you know, we've all done it. Well, that was a really good message, you know, okay. But the test is, am I going to apply it? Am I actually going to apply that word in my life? Or am I just going to let that go and go on to the next day, next week, hear another message? There comes a point in time, we'll have to do the word. Other words... It is a lifestyle. It's not, it's a lifestyle of continually feeding on the Word of God. It's, you, it's, 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 listen, it's not a buffet. You need to eat all of it. We don't pick and choose what the word, this word or that word. No, we need all, the whole spectrum of the word. It's not picking and choosing. It's all. We need all of it. Amen. Now turn with me to Mark chapter 4. And this is a familiar uh, story. Uh, scripture. Mark 4. Let's see. Verse 35. Now Jesus has just spent the whole day teaching Mark 4.35 he spent the whole day teaching them about the sower sowing the word, about seed time and harvest. Now it's time, it's test time. Now is the time to put into practice what they heard. I, I submit to you, most of the problem is not a lack of knowledge. I can look at my own life. My problem is not a lack of knowledge. I've been under Pastor Mark for 25 years, 20 years, whatever, 25. I've heard the word over and over. And I ought to get something by now. I don't have a lack of knowledge. The problem is sometimes, and I'm not saying all the time, but there's times when the flesh just don't want to do it. I said the flesh just don't want to do it. Amen. Verse 35, it says, On the same day the evening had come, and He said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they left the multitude, they took Him along in the boat as He was, and the other little boats were also with them. Verse 37. Now here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> Jesus said, Let us cross over to the other side. That's the word. That is a command. That is a decree, whatever you want to call it. It's a promise. We'll just call it a command. A of word for them. It's a now word, right? Not for next week. It's for today. Let us cross over to the other side. But here's the thing. Jesus said nothing about the storm. Why? You know, we're going. storms come to everybody. I mean, Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. I've, I've, I've overcome it. I, I'm, I'm an overcomer. I overcame it for you. Be of good cheer. But Jesus didn't say anything about the storm. Why? Because the storm has no effect on the Word. Whatever you're going through, Stick with the Word. Continue to do the Word. What's the last thing God told you? Continue to do that Word. But I want a new Word. You know what you're going to get? What you hear right now. Crickets. Because He's not going to change His mind on the Word. Now He may remind you He'll put you and remembers what he said, but he's not going to change what he said because that word is able to get you across. That word is able to put you over if you just apply that word and stay in the boat. Now this storm was not self-made. There's all types of storms, but this storm was not. Self-made. This is from the enemy. He wants to do what? Steal that word. He wants to take a mouth off the planet. But the word will stand. So we see here, before we get to the storm, they have the word, they have the command. They are going to cross because Jesus said it. Verse 37, it says, And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Now, listen up. Jesus did His part. He spoke the Word. He made a decree. They were to take that Word and apply it to that storm. In other words, God has His part, we have our part. Just like Jesus said, my food is to do His will, and to finish His work. God gave Him His Word. Jesus' part was to do His will. We are to do our part and to do His will, which is His Word. So we're co-working together. It's not, it's not like I'm doing this. actually, to, to get past this storm, they will have to rely on the power of the Word. See, the thing of it is, listen, we all have the power of God, the resurrection life, the power of... The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of us. It's not our power, it's His power. But He's given us the authority to use that power. Amen. So they have... God gave them the Word, the Word of His power to use to get them across the lake. Or they call it the sea, I guess. But they got over into fear, right? It says here, they woke up Jesus and they were saying... Master, do do you not care? We are about to perish. In other words, they're saying, uh, how come you're not doing your part? Jesus did His part. Jesus expected them to do what the Word said. To use that Word and speak, rebuke the wind, and, and... and speak, peace, be still to the sea. Well, Jesus, let's just go ahead and read it. It says, "Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?" Then he arose and rebuked. Jesus arose. See, they should have rose, right? The disciples should have rose. They should have got up. If anything, Peter could have. He's the usually Peter's the one being is boastful, right? Peter should have got up and said the same words, or close to the same words that Jesus said. And it says, And Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there's a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Jesus is almost like he was... Prof- Reflex, What happened to your faith? I gave you the word. Why didn't you apply the word? What didn't you use my word? I gave it to you. The words I it's straight from heaven, straight from the Father. I gave you the word. Why didn't you use it? And there's law, listen, we can apply this for our own selves. God's asking us the same thing. Why aren't you using my word? You've you got, you got this problem you've been facing for a long time. Why aren't you applying my word to that problem? You heard that message before. Why aren't you applying it? Right. Well, Pastor Chuck, I, I just don't, I don't see, I don't understand it because I'm just not seeing the results. Well, you've got to stick with it. Right. We're not quitters. Yeah. We stick with the word. The word works. Yeah. But you're gonna to have to work that word. There are times. There, no, there will be times. There are times in my life. I, I have to say the same thing. I, I, I think it's Isaiah 50, verse 7. I think it's the Living Bible. says something like this. Jesus says, I have set. He made a reference point. It's past tense. I have set my face like a flint. You will have set your face like a flint. Jesus has set his face like a flint to do the will of God. And it goes on to say, and I know that I will triumph. He had to set his face like a flint. There are times when you're doing the word. You're on the word. But the storms are right. That's a good indication you're on the word. A lot of times the storm hits. I mean, I mean, things, things are, things are shaken, things are moving, but you don't have to be shaken. Right. We're in the kingdom of God. Amen. But you just got to stick with it. You got to set your face like a flint to do His will. There is no going back. There is no quitting. There is no, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, you know what you're going to do. You're going to stick with the Word. Right. You know exactly what you're going to do. Right. There is no compromise here. There is none. You got hope out in front of you. You know what you've been saying. You know, there's, there's things. You know, Joanna, we, we got our hope out there. We, based on the Word of God, when, you, when we talk about faith, faith always needs hope. If you have no hope, I'm talking about hope based on the Word of God, if you don't have hope actively alive, Faith has nothing to work on. You've got to give faith. uh, Faith gives substance to the things hoped for. They're so close. Hope is always future. I don't want to get into hope, but hope is always future. Faith is is now, and it gives substance to the things hoped for. But there's times, and we're in those times, saints, you have to set your face. You have to set yourself do God's will you have to set I'm not going to compromise I'm not going back I know I'm going to go across because I got the word right. and you keep working the word right. yeah well the boat's filling up well praise God you're going across Amen. it may look like you're going down but you're not but you hallelujah <laughs> you got married the word of God's active it's alive it's not some dead thing. No, it's alive. It's Zoe life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Turn with me to Luke. I think we want to go to Luke 17. Hallelujah. Luke 17. Um. Talking about being doers of the word. Luke 17, verse 12. These these are the ten men with leprosy. And we know the story, but we're going to kind of go over it again. Uh, Luke, Luke, uh, Luke 17, verse 12. And when he entered a certain village, there met him the ten who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go. Now, is that for next week? That's a, that's a rhema word. As for now. It said, go, show yourselves to the priest. Now, now who, who's going to do that part? They're going to do that part. They're going to act on the word. Now see if they get results. It says, go show yourself to the priest. And so it was as they went. Not as they stood around. Not as they talked about it. It sounds like they are pretty excited about it. It says... As they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, fell down on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. So the word was to go. Jesus gave them a word, which he said, which is his part. So they went, which was their part, and they were cleansed. So we would say that all ten were doers of the word. Pretty simple. But one came back, well, I thought it was all done. I thought it was a completed deal. One came back with thanksgiving. One came back glorifying God with a loud voice. Giving thanks. I'm telling you, being thankful... This this is big. Being thankful keeps faith in operation. It keeps your faith working. Being thankful keeps the grace power flowing. God's grace was flowing to all ten. But nine, and Jesus, He said, he, you know, He keeps count, right? He says, uh, were, there, were there not, uh, verse 17, uh, and so Jesus answered, were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine See, a lot of times we put limits on God without even realizing it. Those nine limited what God could do for them just by not being a doer. The one came back with thanksgiving and praise, glorifying God, and grace continued to work in his life. The power of God continued to work through His thanksgiving. We know that faith abounds in thanksgiving. This man is applying it to his life, and he's abounding in faith. He's drawing more on God's grace. God was not finished. But just being a simple doer of giving thanks... He drew more grace from Jesus. God was not finished with the nine, with the other nine. He said, Worse than nine. I wanted to do all of them, I wanted to heal the whole bunch. They robbed God the honor, the privilege of blessing them. It's something like the children of Israel. They robbed God. A blessing them. They limited God because they just weren't doers of the word. And you practice not being a doer of the word. You're hard in your heart. You keep practicing, not doing, and then and after a while you don't even know it. It just comes a, a a lifestyle. Your heart is calloused. You don't even know the promptings anymore. You don't even know because you're so used. You're in a rut of doing, practicing something. Okay, is was it was. God said it, but you're, you're practicing something else. Here the one returned and continued to... I'm telling you, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let me see here. Well, Pastor Brother Chuck, I, I don't even know what to do. I, you know, this, this, he tells you right here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse uh, 16. First Thessalonians chapter five verse sixteen, it says, "Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks." Now, whose whose job's that? That's our part. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So there's three things he says. It's divided up in verses, but it's all one sentence. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. That's our part. Rejoice always. See, we all got joy, don't we? Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. You got joy. You got all nine fruits of the Spirit. The love of God's been poured into our hearts. I mean, we got the DNA of God on the inside of us. You don't lose the the fruit of the Spirit. You just have to yield to it. It's about yielding. Walking in the Spirit is yielding to the fruit of the Spirit. That he won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. But he says, Rejoice always. So rejoicing is a choice. You have to choose to do the rejoicing. Paul said, Rejoice always in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. That's something you choose to do. Being thankful, it says here, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. These all these things are acts of our faith. We should be active. This is food. <laughs> this is food. This gives us strength. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the natural. Pray in the spirit. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying pray in the spirit. All these things are, are, are spiritual. It's a spiritual food for us. We're doers. This should be incorporated. This should be our lifestyle. If We do our part. God is faithful. It said in verse 35, 25, 24, that is, I think. He who calls you is faithful. He is trustworthy. He is faithful, who also will do it." Of course he's talking about sanctification here, spirit, soul and body. But God is faithful. He will do it. He will do his part. Hallelujah. You know, I I look I look at this and you know, I'm not saying we've all have arrived. I'm not saying that, you know, we all got this down. I mean, we got down. We're practicing. Our heart is to please him our heart, is to do. Well, the Bible says, to be filled with the knowledge of, of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we may be worthy to, to walk worthy, fully pleasing. Right. That's the goal. Right. Fully pleasing, not partly, fully. Yeah. And there's things that, you know, God, it's, it's all, it's, he, he gives you revelation, you get that down, and then He gives more revelation. You get that down, he gives you more revelation. It's a it's a, if you'll if you stick with the word and give the word honor and give it first place, saints, it is satisfying. Just like we talked about, we come out of a restaurant, we have a good meal, it's satisfying. When you get in the word and you practice the word, doing the word, it's satisfying. There's something about it's satisfying. When Jesus sat at the well, he's ministering to the woman at the well. To him, it was satisfying. He was right in the middle of God's will. What is better than in the perfect will of God? It's satisfying. Kenneth Hagin said, "When, when I'm gone, you know that I was satisfied to that extent. I'm not exactly sure how he said it. But when he passed, I thought, well, he's satisfied. Why? Because he's done the will of God. He lived it. He's satisfied. And the Lord took him home. What a way to go. I I pray and I hope I'm hoping for the rapture. I, I got my eyes on the blessed the blessed hope. Man, I want I want to be in that catching away. Man, I'm looking for that day. That hope. That blessed hope. I'm looking. See, we're supposed to look for that. It's a comfort. What am I doing? I'm being a doer. I'm looking for that day. If each day, I, I hear this stuff on. Everything's lining up. The Middle East is unbel- It's unbelievable. I'm just amazed at it. it's lining up. I'm thinking, man. It could be today. It could be tonight. We're to be watchful. Be ready. Be doers of the word. Hallelujah. Turn with me to James. Hallelujah, James. We'll go to James chapter 1. Of course, that's that's the place we get a lot of teaching on being a doer of the Word. James. James chapter 1. We'll go to verse. We'll just drop in um, verse 21. Hallelujah, you there? Therefore, lay aside all filthiness, overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Man, there's a lot of things we could talk about, but I got, I, I'm going to kind of move on. I'm going to, have to hit this another part. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who observes his natural face in the mirror. He observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, which is the word of God, the perfect law of liberty, and continues. I got that underlined in my Bible. We're not part-timers. We are doers of the Word. We do it all the time. All the time. We don't do it a little bit, stop, and you know, I got to take a break. No, no. We just keep, continue. In it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Now notice how he connects, listen, how he connects the doer to the blessing. The doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. He makes a direct connection to the blessing. It's the blessing, the doer. It's the doer. It's not the slacker. It's not the one who doesn't. It's the one who, who is a doer. And Bible. And we're not. I don't think we have time to, to go there. But. Doing the word puts a, a foundation underneath you. In other words, you're wise, Jesus said. A wise man builds his house on the rock. That man is a doer of the word. He has a solid foundation, he's a doer. Amen. And in verse in chapter 2, Let's go. I'm kind of jumping around, but I'm running out of time here. Um, Let's just go to um, verse 17, chapter 2, verse 17. Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You will have you, you have faith, I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe there's one God, you believe well. Even the devils believe and tremble. But do you but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was Abraham our father justified by works? When he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar, now you have to remember Abraham. When he took his son Isaac to the to the altar, actually we probably need to go there. Um, turn, just turn with me. Let's just go there. Hold your place, and turn to Genesis. I'm kind of jump. I apologize. I'm kind of jumping around, but. I'm talking about being doers of the word. Abraham was a doer of the word. We're to follow in his footsteps. He's our example also. Um, let's see. I think it's Genesis Genesis 22. Let's go to verse 5. Now, now listen. Now, Abraham, listen. Being a doer of the the Word is more than just making a couple of confessions. Well, I made my confession. I made two confessions. It's more than just making a confession, even though that's the first step. And I believe this, if your mouth's mouth's not moving, you got problems right off the bat. Your mouth should be moving. The spirit of faith speaks. It's talking. But there comes a point in time when you will have to act. There comes a point in time you will have to do something other than just a confession. And here's a good example. Verse 5, chapter 22, verse 5. And Abraham said to his young man, Stay here with the donkey, the lad and I will go yonder in worship, and we will come back to you. That's a good confession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse seven, uh, let's go verse six. So, uh, so Abraham took the wood, the burnt offering, and laid it on Isaac his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife. And the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, "My father." he said, "Here I am, here I am, my son." Then he said, "Look, the fire, the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering?" And Abraham said, now this is his second confession, his faith confession. My son, God will provide for himself the lamb, a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. That's two confessions. Verse 9. When they came, then they came to the place, say the place. When we're allowing God, we're allowing Jesus, the good shepherd, to be our shepherd allowing Him to shepherd us on the path that He has for us, we will be in that place. There is a place for everyone, for each of us in our own lane, in our own path, as we follow Jesus. He is our shepherd. In other words, He has to be your shepherd. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. We each each of us have our own path. And if you have followed Jesus, keeping your eyes, the Bible says, looking unto Him, the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto Him means looking away from distractions and keeping your eyes focused on Him. He is your good shepherd. He will take you to your place. That place is your provision. It says, they came to the place, I got that underlined in my Bible, of which God told him. It's personal, isn't it? And Abraham built an altar whereabouts there at where at the place. When you get to there at that place, provision will always be at that place, not on the hill next to this hill, not it's here. So what's Abraham done? He's been a doer of the word. It's not general. It's on the money. He's at the right place at the right time. Don't shout me down. <laughs> and built an altar there and, and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar and uh, upon the wood. And and Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Other words, listen to me. God is not wanting another confession. Confession has its place and is it is absolutely necessary, but not now. Now is time action. It is time to actually put Isaac on the altar. Putting the seed, the promise. Abraham, he's putting it all on the altar. A doer of the word, no matter what it costs. Saints, God owns it all anyway. He owns it all. You know, you may be going through a financial breakthrough or a a, a hardship or what. We all go through things, you know, different things, various seasons. But don't be surprised. Listen, you know, I I can be believing God. I can be making confessions, confessions, confessions. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about for financial breakthrough, whatever. Let's just say financial breakthrough. But there's going to come a point in time more than likely, I'm not saying all the time, but more than likely, God will have me to give a large amount of seed. Put that seed on the altar. He doesn't want another confession. Chuck, I want you to put this amount in the offering. I want, I want you to put seed to that. But I'm making confessions isn't that good enough? You mean I have to put seed, money? It's all his. That's how you got to look at it. It's his. So he's got to put Isaac on the altar. In verse, and Isaac stretched out, in verse 10, and stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Why? Because he's a doer. He's doing what God said. Did Abraham ever complain about this? Did he ever say, why me? Did he ever say not my son? Surely not. Not not Isaac. Not the promise. There is no compromise. When we're doing the word of God, there is no compromise. And you read his this reason why he is the father. He, we're to follow his steps also. He is the father of faith. See, it's more, see, you remember. Not only did he make confession here, but he changed his name to Abraham. He's done all all the right things, but now it's time to put it on the line. It says here, now, it says, "Um, Now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld, see that? You have not withheld your son, your only son, for me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there was behind him a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went on, went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. We get the word that God's word, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. But you have to be a doer of the word. You have to. He had to be in the right place. He had to be there where God told him to be. You just can't do. We can't live our own life and do what we want. We have to be where He's called us to be to be at. And to do what He says to do. There is no compromise. Now back to James, I'll, I'll, let me end with this. James, well, I should have kept my place. James chapter 2. It says, was not, tw- uh, chapter 2, verse 21, uh, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Now verse 22, do you see? Now here here it is. Do you see that faith was working together with His works? And by works, listen, His works, being a doer, did something to His faith. It made His faith, it says, perfect or mature, or you could say complete. By doing that act... By being a doer of God, by doing what He said to the T, it completed His faith. See, that's what God's after. He wants your faith complete. It's for your good. He wants, he's after, He's looking after you. He wants you blessed beyond imagination. Exceedingly abundantly above all, we ask or think according to the power that's working in us, us. But in order to do that, we all want that, but it's going to take being a doer, just like in the, the the they 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 uh. I think it's John chapter 2, the wedding. Jesus, let me paraphrase this. Mary said to her servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now, why would she say that to the servants? I believe she's preparing their hearts. She believes Jesus is going to act she believes that Jesus is going to do something so servants whatever he says to you do it it's called preparing the ground to receive the word and Jesus gave some weird instructions you mean we got to fill up all six pots 20 20 20, 20 or 30 gallon pots we got to fill those to the brim all six then draw it out and give it to the, to the governor of the feast? Just do what he said. Your part is to fill up the water jugs, big water jugs, and to draw out and take that to the governor of the feast. Now, when did it turn to wine? I believe it turned to wine when, the, when it got into the hands of the governor. Because I could see, if I was, you know, I, I have to be honest, if I, if, if I was part of that and I was the one drawing out the water or draw, drawing it out, I'd be looking at it. Is that really wine? And I'd pro- as I'm walking, I'll be shining up to the light. Is that? It's still water. Man, it ought to be water because I helped them fill up the pots. but you continued to do the Word. The Word was to take it to the governor of the feast. So, it doesn't have to be wine until it gets to that point. When it turned to wine? I don't know. But more than likely it didn't turn to wine until, it reached the, until they were completely obedient, like Abraham was complete, com- completely obedient to the Word. It wasn't until they took it all the way so the word was fulfilled it became wine why did it be, why because they did their part god's always faithful to do his part always remember saints when you're on the word when you're doing the word god's trustworthy he is faithful so just hold fast hold fast you may be looking at a storm, but God's word will work. We are doers of the work, 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 because it will work. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord's good. Yes, he is. I was thinking today. I'm so. I am so thankful. I am so thankful to. I'm not talking about my. You know, I, I I thank God for earthly blessings, obviously. You know, but man, we're here just a short time. We got a lot to look forward to. And I want to do, I want to be a complete doer. I want, I don't want to compromise in anything I do. Because when I meet him face to face, I want to be able, I want him to say, faithful. You know, I want him to say, come in, faithful. Well, you know. What, how's that go? Well done. Faithful servant. Well done. Come on. I, I want him to be able to look at him and him eye to eye, face to face, and he said, well done. You did what I told you to do. You were a doer of the Word. You weren't in it half time. You weren't in it for what you could get. You were in it to advance the Gospel. Amen. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.